0: Live at 5 Sports a Todd and Suhan. Brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Well, Jim, unfortunately, the Gopher women's basketball team suffered a big loss injury-wise with Mara Braun getting injured and being out for the season. Bit of a tough goal for them since then.
1: Yes. And uh, Mara, you know, she's their best three-point shooter. She's their best scorer. She's a person that defenses pay most attention to, which, you know, creates space for teammates. And, you know, it's just a natural progression here. You lose your best player, uh, weakens your starting five, and you move your best bench player into the starting five to take up. And she's not – Janae Sanders is a nice player. She's not as good as Mara Braun. Can't, doesn't do the same things. Mm-hmm. Now your bench is weaker. So, you know, they just – they don't have enough. Um, they still have nice players, uh, but they don't have depth. They don't have a – you know, they don't have really anybody – extremely talented. Grocholsky's interesting. She might end up being a really good, really good player. She had a big game, I think, a week ago. Uh, but there's just not a lot of offensive flow right now. Yeah. And defensively, they're not great either. So, you know, and, you know last night they um, got out-rebounded. They had more turnovers. They had way fewer steals. And they had way more fouls. So even though both teams are probably about the same in terms of talent and both teams shot about the same, uh, Wisconsin just end up having a lot more, a lot more possessions, and that, that that's kind of the hidden variable in basketball. A team with more possessions has a very good chance of winning.
0: Boy, that, that makes such a difference uh, too. That uh, second chance points and, and uh, live ball turnovers that that go against you and so forth. But you know, uh, I I keep hearing great things about Don Pritts White that she's going to be able to to get this going. It's you know next to impossible to do it your first year.
1: Uh, first year might have worked if Braun had stayed healthy. Nah. You know, I, I mean, I really think if Braun's healthy, they're above they're five hundred or better in a very good conference. Five hundred or better, a very good conference. After what we saw in the last few years, would have been a major step forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think also what we're seeing here, you know, uh, is that Braun is, you know, the recruiting class. We talked a lot about the recruiting class battle. Braun Holloway. Um, and I think we're finding out that there's separation there. Braun has mm-hmm. a chance to be really great. Battle still has work to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holloway went through a knee injury. She's not been, been the dynamic player they hoped she would be. Uh, so it, this really might end up being a Braun and graholski led team going forward more than when we really kind of used to lump all those uh, recruited, the players who were recruited together together. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know Battle is a nice player, but I don't think she's a star. Uh, Holloway has a long way to go. It might be Braun and Grihalski who have to lead this program.
0: Go for men's basketball team. Your column yesterday was about them. We talked a little bit about them on Monday as well. That you know the feeling, uh, and you're kind of thinking that too. It's it's possible now at least that they can make an NCAA uh, tournament bid. I mean, back to 500 in the Big Ten. So if they keep going uh, like this, it's certainly a possibility at least.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean they're 500 and. You know, if they end up 500 in the Big Ten, I don't. It, they're going to be on the borderline. Most 500 Big Ten teams make it into the tournament, but the conference is a little down this year, and the Gophers have a really weak schedule. So I don't know if they'll get the benefit of the doubt if they get to 500. If you're 11 and nine in the Big Ten, I think that gets you in. Mm. And to go 11 and nine, they need to win three very winnable games at home, and then. Win one road game of the three road games left, that would put them at eleven and nine. They play at Nebraska. That's a winnable game. Their other two road games are at Illinois, who's very good, and at Northwestern, who's good. Um, so the, the easy, obvious path is win your three home games, win at Nebraska, and you're probably in. Now there's also the Big Ten tournament. and You'd have to at least you know show up and and look good in that tournament, and they'll have home court advantage. So uh, you know it, it's it's not listen, not, I'm not going to pretend it's easy or it should be expected even, but it's pretty clear that it's possible.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, certainly possible uh, for the Gophers uh, uh, to get in there. And as as I look at it right now, you know, there's, there's several teams uh, by just a game ahead of them or two anyway, Nebraska and Iowa, just a game ahead. And then all of a sudden they're in sixth uh, in the Big Ten. And you know, the they're in charge of their own. They'll they'll miss that opening round of the playoffs. Hopefully, they don't need wins in the Big Ten tournament, but it sets up better the higher they can finish.
1: No doubt about it. And if you have any uh, chance of really making a run in the tournament, it's hard to play that first day and just keep mm. winning day after day after yeah. day. Uh, so yeah I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna pretend it's easy. I'm not right. again. Probably shouldn't even expect it at this <laughs> point in the, where their program is, but. Coming from two and seventeen out a year ago? Good mm-hmm. lord. This is this is let's not uh let's not gloss over what kind of an improvement this has yeah. been.
0: It's been terrific, no doubt about it. Uh twin spring training. What are some of the biggest stories you're watching going into spring outside of Buxton and Correa's health?
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> well, r- really, you're you're right. I mean Buxton and Correa being healthy is yep. is like eighty percent of spring training. Yeah, Uh the other twenty percent is who looks good? You know, how do they set up the bullpen mm-hmm. uh, so the biggest question to me is I think they really want Varland in the bullpen uh, they you know the fact that there hasn't been a story out there yet where they said where they admitted they've talked to Varland and told him what they want to do I think they're kind of they're kind of using him as a wild card mm-hmm. He's obviously you know I think fans always want clarity. managers always want options ah. so you know they don't want to. Have a big deal where they say Varland's going to be a reliever, and we're going to start having them just you know concentrate on throwing hard for one or two innings at a time, and then when the starters get hurt, and they go, oh, I guess Varland's a starter, mm-hmm. you know. So I think I think they want to keep that option open, but the bullpen has a chance to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. So health of Brock Stewart, usage of Varland, um, and then what they have a bunch of people who could be really good or could be just part of a really what essentially will be a 12 to 15 man bullpen with some of them spending time in AAA. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a really interesting puzzle to see them put together.
0: Modern day pitching staffs aren't just who's on the major league roster, it's who's at AAA no. too that they can call up and the Twins have that luxury of having them, you know, 10 or 15 minutes away.
1: Yeah, and you know, you have somebody like Bausovitch, former you, know, you could you could look at him as a negative he was a top pitching prospect he's no longer a starter uh and you could say hey this guy's been a disappointment mm. but in terms of this team despite the fact he's released despite he's had his struggles he could end up contributing a lot uh just like he did last year you know uh, as a as a short reliever as a long reliever as a spot starter they have a lot of guys like him who you know They haven't had great careers, but it doesn't mean they won't necessarily be able to contribute to this team.
0: A career-worst season, it seemed, for Christian Vasquez offensively. Where is he? Is he the backup catcher for sure now to Ryan Jeffers?
1: He is the backup catcher. Mm -hmm. And so, um, listen, everybody has a right to be disappointed in him. He did not hit. Um, And early in the season, I thought his lack of hitting affected his defense, too. Mm -hmm. I didn't think he was very good defensively. But I think now it's pretty clear. Um, Jeffers is your starter. He's a very good hitter for a catcher. He, I think in terms of war, he was one of their best players, if not their best player last year. Uh, he, and signing Vasquez jump-started Jeffers. Mm. So, you know, it, it's not a great thing that they, you know, spent a certain amount of money on Vasquez and didn't perform very well. But now they end, you know, now if you don't worry about the paycheck, now they have a very good starting catcher. And they have a very good defensive backup catcher who's been on a lot of winning teams, knows how to handle a pitching staff. You know, as long as Vasquez doesn't let his uh, whatever offensive struggles he have has uh, distract from his defense, he's a good backup catcher.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, quickly on uh, the uh, Minnesota Wild, uh, scoring a lot of goals, giving up a lot of goals. Six to three last night to the Jets. But they did have a six-game point streak, and Winnipeg is very good. And the Wild don't match up very well against them either.
1: They don't. And what's fascinating is they scored 13 goals in two days. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how many times it looked like they should have scored and they hit the goal in the chest or missed the net. Yeah. Uh, they had a chance early. Yeah, they had a chance. They had a lot of chances the first period. They didn't convert. Winnipeg converted immediately. And I just think it was unrealistic that after that big emotional game against a very good team, you're going to go play. The best defensive team in hockey on the road the next day and, and have a lot of success. So, you know, we can always pick apart the details, but I, I thought that was a, a fairly logical loss. Now, yeah. sets up a tough weekend uh, at Edmonton, who's exceptional at home, and then next night at Seattle, who they're fighting for a playoff spot with. So, big weekend ahead.
0: Yeah. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live on 5 Sports at Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.